Support for this podcast comes from ODC Dance. The world-class company returns for Dance Downtown, March 27th through the 31st, with two electrifying programs and five works, springing from cartoon, the news, and human connection. ODC.dance slash downtown. Support for KQED Podcasts comes from Star One Credit Union, now offering real-time money movement with instant pay. Make transfers and payments instantly between financial institutions, online or through Star One's mobile app. Star One Credit Union, in your best interest. From KQED. Good morning. This is the California Report. I'm Saul Gonzalez at NPR West in Culver City today. Governor Gavin Newsom is defending his decision to appoint Emily's List President LaFonza Butler to Dianne Feinstein's open Senate seat, which potentially upends the ongoing campaigns for that position in next year's election. Butler is expected to be sworn in in the Capitol today. KQED's Joe Fitzgerald Rodriguez has more about Newsom's decision. Her appointment fulfills his promise to appoint a black woman, but disappoints those who hoped he'd pick Oakland Congresswoman Barbara Lee, who was one of the three people running for the seat. Newsom backed away from his early claims that he would choose an interim senator who sits out the race. Well, I, I wouldn't have appointed someone I didn't respect and admire and someone I couldn't back up and vouch for, so she'll make that decision. Butler will be the first out lesbian black woman in the Senate. She's moving back to California from Maryland for the job. For the California Report, I'm Joe Fitzgerald Rodriguez in San Francisco. California water regulators have released support plans for the Bay Delta watershed, which experts say faces an ecological crisis. But CalMatters water reporter Rachel Becker says this doesn't mean final solutions are in sight. California's water regulators unveiled a very long menu of options last week, almost 6,000 pages, outlining a number of possible rescue plans for a massive part of the Bay Delta watershed. Some of the alternatives that the state weighs call for more water to remain in rivers and streams and flow out of the delta. Another is a controversial pact that the Newsom administration struck with major water providers to voluntarily surrender some water and restore habitat in the region. The Bay Delta watershed is this critically important part of California's water system. It's vital to the fishing industry and to threatened and endangered native fish species. It's where state and federal pumps move water from Northern California reservoirs south, and it's going to likely be years before any plan goes into action. That's CalMatters reporter Rachel Becker. I'm Jason Flom. And you're Maggie Freeling. Hey, Jason. Every day we learn about another person who shouldn't be in prison. 58 years in prison for a crime he didn't commit. So glad you're home. If you want to be part of this work, listen to Wrongful Conviction. The podcast where we hand the mic to innocent people to hear their stories. How do you send someone innocent to prison? Listen to new episodes of Wrongful Conviction with Maggie Freeling and Jason Flom on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Brian Stelter, and I hope you'll join me on Inside the Hive from Vanity Fair. Every Thursday, I'm getting the inside take from the best reporters in the country on what figures like Elon Musk, Donald Trump, Kevin McCarthy, and Marjorie Taylor Greene are doing. I think she wants to make things happen. She wants to get legislation passed. She made clear to me that she wants to have a president who upholds Christian values. She embraces the term Christian nationalist. That's Inside the Hive from Vanity Fair. Available wherever you get your podcasts.
All right, let's turn to transportation. If I ask you to think about cleaner and greener alternatives to gas-powered cars and trucks being driven on California's roads and freeways, I bet electric vehicles come immediately to mind, right? After all, the state has long had generous rebate programs to promote EV sales, and electric vehicles now make up about 25% of all new cars and trucks sold in the state. But there is an alternative. Hydrogen gives all of us a choice to combat climate change with zero emission vehicles that fit our needs and have the features we like. It's time for California to invest in building more hydrogen fuel stations so we have a choice in our zero emission future. That's a video from the California Hydrogen Coalition, an industry trade group which promotes the adoption of fuel cell vehicles powered by hydrogen. They're only emission from the tailpipe, a few drops of water. Teresa Cook is the coalition's executive director. She says if California wants to achieve its goal of having all new cars sold in the state be zero emission by the year 2035, hydrogen vehicles have got to be part of the mix. Fuel cell vehicles aren't competing with battery electric vehicles. We're competing to replace gasoline and inter internal combustion engine vehicles. Unlike electric vehicles, which when plugged in can take several hours to fully charge, drivers of hydrogen fuel cell cars and trucks pull into hydrogen fueling stations where they can fill their tanks in a few minutes. Cook says that's appealing to a big number of California drivers who want a zero emission vehicle, but are put off by EV charging times and range anxiety. And so we need that quick refueling time that fuel cell electric vehicles offer. That three to five minutes at the existing gasoline stations, you're pumping hydrogen instead of gas, and you're on your way for another 300 to 400 miles. And hydrogen vehicle supporters in California just got good legislative news. With the passage of a bill in Sacramento to provide over $100 million in funding to build new hydrogen fueling stations. The ultimate goal? A network of a thousand such stations across the state. But critics say that's a taxpayer-funded pipe dream, largely because of the growing dominance and falling costs of electric vehicles. Ethan Elkind studies transportation and environmental issues at UC Berkeley. You know, similar to how video killed the radio star, I would say batteries killed the hydrogen star. Uh, which is that batteries have gotten so cheap, so ubiquitous, so easy to refuel, mass produced, and it's really just taken over the market for on-road transportation. Critics like Elkind say hydrogen vehicle boosters have already spent years trying to promote hydrogen vehicles and fueling stations for California, most notably former Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger. Here he is speaking in 2009. And the state of California has also invested $24 million since I've come into office, invested in our hydrogen future. The automakers from around the world are now choosing California as the place uh, to roll out the fuel cell vehicles to our consumers. But 14 years after Schwarzenegger spoke those words, less than 1% of zero-emission cars and trucks on the state's roads are hydrogen-powered. And there are only two hydrogen car models even available for consumers to buy, the Toyota Mirai and Hyundai Nexo. Ethan Elkind says state legislators and Governor Newsom should be more skeptical before committing additional public money to building hydrogen stations. Rather than having it be a sort of political sausage making about which industry gets their favorite technology, I'd rather have it be given over to the energy agencies in California to make a decision based on the evidence about where state public resources should go in terms of investing in hydrogen versus battery electric. 
when I asked Teresa Cook of the California Hydrogen Coalition if her group might be overselling the potential of hydrogen vehicles and the need for a network of fueling stations, her response is blunt. You are wrong. I don't think that we have enough zero emission vehicles on the road as it is to make that determination, Saul. So yes, we have these beautiful, beautiful vehicles that are being offered, but without the infrastructure available to support them, nobody's going to be able to get into these vehicles. Ultimately, though, the decision is up to motorists on whether they want their next vehicle to be hydrogen powered. And that's the California Report for Tuesday, October 3rd. We are a production of KQED Public Radio. I'm your host, Saul Gonzalez, at NPR West in Culver City. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great day. Support for the California Report comes from Guideline. Their automated 401k plans can be set up in 20 minutes. More at guideline.com CA. Guideline, the California way to 401k. The Wesley Foundation, investing in California's underserved children and youth. And Eric and Wendy Schmidt, whose philanthropy includes Schmidt Ocean Institute, advancing the frontiers of ocean science, exploration, and discovery, on the web at schmidtocean.org. Support for this podcast comes from ODC Dance. The world-class company returns for Dance Downtown, March 27th through the 31st, with two electrifying programs and five works, springing from cartoon, the news, and human connection. ODC.dance slash downtown. Support for KQED Podcasts comes from Star One Credit Union, now offering real-time money movement with instant pay. Make transfers and payments instantly between financial institutions. Online or through Star One's mobile app, Star One Credit Union, in your best interest. I'm Jason Flom, and you're Maggie Freeling. Hey, Jason. Every day we learn about another person who shouldn't be in prison. 58 years in prison for a crime he didn't commit. So glad you're home. If you want to be part of this work, listen to Wrongful Conviction. The podcast where we hand the mic to innocent people to hear their stories. How do you send someone innocent to prison? Listen to new episodes of Wrongful Conviction with Maggie Freeling and Jason Flom on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.